Thank you for joining in on the Medic Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here as we continue our Relationship Goals series. Today's sermon is entitled Devil Kicking. We're going to talk about how the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The enemy is out to do nothing more than to kill, steal, and destroy each and every one of us. So sit back, relax, and find out how we can be devil kicking today. All right, let's dive into this today. So relationship goals. You guys being Christ-centered, mission-driven, devil-kicking, and covenant-keeping. Anybody, 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 anybody going, going twice sold? Well, today's sermon is entitled Devil-Kicking. We're going to have some WWE Smackdown fix to take place up in here. <laughs> so we're going to have, we ain't having a wrestle. You want to wrestle? You ever seen wrestling? I like when they get on the ladder and they jump and they like, ladders, cages, blood. Nobody, anybody, anybody like wrestling? Listen, there's this guy I know. <laughs> he likes wrestling so much. I mean, he loves wrestling. He like watched every episode, every match. He could tell you every date, everything. He knows what's going on in the wrestling world. Anybody, anybody, anybody likes it? This guy, he was so, I was working with him not too long ago and it was like on a Monday night, I think, what is it? Monday night raw. Is that, is that what it is? Y'all help me out. And, and, and he's sitting there and he's into it. And I mean, he is like a kid in a candy store and he's just watching it. He's sucked in. I'm like, do you okay? <laughs> it is like the whole thing was like two, two and a half hours long, and he was sucked in the whole time. He never lost his focus watching these guys and gals beat up on one another in wrestling. It's fake. I'm just kidding. It's not fake. <laughs> is it fake? It's some of it. Y'all want one more story real quick? So, we, so one time, me and Tasha went to this. And my buddy talked me into going to this hole in the wall in the middle of nowhere wrestling match. And we went, and it was funny because they had the little ring set up, and, and they had the rest there, and they had the wrestlers, and all of a sudden, this cage come down, and oh, and like 12 people are up in this thing. And I mean, <laughs> this ain't no professional people now. These are just the backyard people just having some fun. Well, they get in there, and they're like, man, they're wrestling, and it's going us to plan, and all of a sudden, this guy... He gets to, I guess he gets a big cut on his arm. He takes out running. And I'm like, I don't think it was a part of the show. I don't think that was supposed to be what was happening. And the poor guy, he finally come back. He ended up winning the match and we ended up getting to meet the guy afterwards. And sure enough, he had cut his arm and, and got the talking to him. And he's like, man, dude, what happened? He's like, man, that wasn't supposed to happen. But man, I was kicking some butt. I was in there. I was kicking them around. I was beating them down. <laughs> Sounds fun, right? Anybody want to wrestle? Sumo wrestling. We just ain't wearing the... <laughs> alright, alright. So, but listen. What about your marriages? Anybody ever had some fusses and fights in your marriages or in your relationships? Anybody? Amen, pastor. No pointing fingers. No rifting up hands. No shouting hallelujah. But how many in here have had these battles with one another? Maybe not physical punching, but had battles within their marriage. Amen. Amen. Hey, what? Listen, listen. Now, let me tell you something. I found this out. I was doing some studying, and I found something really, really interesting. Y'all know marriage is fun, right? Marriage is a good thing. Me and Tasha, we have fun. We like to hang out. But you know what I found out? Not all relationships are good. Not all marriages are good, right? Sometimes they suck. 
Sometimes they get betrayed. And they get, they get to stop being friends. And then they finally have one bad cat after another. Anybody had a bad cat? Y'all, y'all help me out this morning. Y'all gotta work with me this morning. We're gonna have some fun. But, but sometimes all marriages and all relationships, sometimes they're not good. Sometimes you stop being friends with one another. I always tell Tasha, I constantly want to be able to find and learn more about you. That movie Fireproof, he talked about uh, uh, building relationships and never start dating your life. Never start uh, learning and studying them. Once you get a doctor's degree, go on and get a master's degree. Learn everything you can about your spouse. But but I did find out that things aren't always good. See, people like to buy these nice, shiny, fancy things out there. And they like to get these nice, cool items Anybody got cool things, cool vehicles, nice vehicles, big monster trucks? I don't either. But but what happens is, is a lot of times people buy all these things and they start drowning in debt. And they start getting in financial issues and that starts causing problems in the relationship and it starts constantly fighting with one another. Did you know the number one cause of fights in, in marriages is finances? Finances. Financial problems is, is what seems to be a root of a lot of things. The root of all evil is money. I truly believe that. Me and Tasha will tell you that we are fighting constantly to have financial freedom in our life. Because when you're financially free, guess what you don't have to worry about? Fighting with one another. <laughs> Hey, look, I want want them nice new uh, sneakers that they got out. I'm going to go buy me some cool shoes or I'm going to go buy me a cool outfit or or whatever. That'd be awesome. I don't, though. But then there's other people they have to, in their relationships that are bad, it's a lie. And sometimes they start with a small lie. And then what happens once you tell that small lie? You have to tell another lie to cover up for that lie. And now that small lie turns into a medium lie. And then that big, that medium lie starts turning into a big lie. And then you have to lie so much that you start living out that lie. And lies crush and destroy the relationships around you. Some people, the relationships, they get so busy that they stop dating. They start focusing on work, their chores, their kids, their hobbies. And the relationships, they start to drift apart. So you have to have a Christ-centered, mission-driven, devil-keeping and covenant-keeping relationship. Now, devil-kicking. I told you we're going to have some fun in here today. We're going to have a wrestling match with some people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're going to wrestle. But, but the devil-kicking, the enemy is constantly after. He's, he's constantly on the attack. He's constantly looking for a way to battle us. He's, he's just like these wrestlers. I, I like watching uh, wrestling every once in a while. I'm not a huge fan. I definitely don't know um, the wrestlers today. But, but I like back, back when I did watch wrestling every once in a while, I like when the two were in there and they were battling it out. They were fighting. And all of a sudden, the music comes on. And all of a sudden, another guy comes running in. He comes in after him. He comes in and gets involved in the fight. And that's what happens a lot of times. The enemy comes in. And he comes in secretly and unknowingly. And he is after to divide the two people out. See, the enemy hates everything that matters to God and matters to you. You matter to God. You are important. 
God loves each and every one of you. Online campus, God loves each and every person. Podcast listeners, when you listen to this later on, God loves you. You matter to him. No matter what anybody tells you, God, you matter to God and you matter to him. I like what the Ephesians 6 and 11 and 12 says. It says, put on God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. If you got a, if you're writing notes or if you got it in your Bible, you got it pulled up, or I want you to highlight that or underline against all strategies of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God. Don't put on just a piece of it. Put on the whole thing. Verse 12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, uh, flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world. Let's just know that there's a lot of bad things out in this world. There's a lot of bad things that happens. There's a lot of, you know, uh, evil things that happen and go on throughout this world. See, whatever God blesses, Satan wants to curse. You want your bears to be blessed, Satan's going to curse it. You want to have a good heart and a, and a good soul, the devil's going to curse it and tell you that it's not. See, <laughs> you have a struggling relationship, you're frustrated, you're angry, you're upset, you're hurt, you're afraid, you lose trust. Your spouse is not your enemy. Your spouse isn't your enemy. No matter what you got going on in your life, no matter if you're struggling financially, whether you have this anger build up, whether you're upset, whether you're afraid, or you've lost that trust with one another, your, your spouse is not your enemy. You're fighting this, this spiritual power, these spiritual things, the enemy that wants to get in, in the center of your marriage and in the center of your relationships. See, the devil is the one that's in the midst of it. In the Bible, again, it says you're fighting the battle against the evil, evil rulers and authority of the unseen world, against the mighty powers in this dark world. That's what, that's what you're constantly fighting about. You're not fighting your spouse. You're not fighting that. You're fighting the spiritual knowings of the devil and his attack and the evilness and the darkness of this world. I do like what 1 Peter 5 and 8 says. It says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. I want you guys to underline that in verse 8 there. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He's the bad guy. He's the mean one. Anybody got the mean parent or the mean one in the relationship? Uh, yes, I did. She's the sweet one. She's mean too. Don't let her lie to you. But, but, but she's not my enemy. It says stay alert. That's why you got to have the whole armor of God on so you can be alert. Watch out for your enemy, the devil, because he prowls around like a lion, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The, the devil is constantly after you. He's constantly like just you know I did the pop up while ago. I'm trying to do the pop up again. Let me not lose my drawers here. But but the devil's like a lion. He hides. He's like a roaring lion that's looking for somebody to get. You can't see him. He comes in and then all of a sudden, rawr, and he gets you. <laughs> he got you. <laughs> you got to be on guard. Because he does nothing but to seek, kill, and destroy us. The enemy, that's all he's after, is to kill and destroy everything that we're about. He's out to destroy our relationships. He's out to destroy you as an individual that maybe, hey, maybe you're not married. Maybe you're not in a relationship. Maybe you're single. God's out to destroy you and tell you that you don't mean nothing. That you won't never find that special someone, that special person. We have to be watching. 
We have to be knowing what's going on in our surroundings. Be on guard. Be prepared. Be, how do we get prepared? Read your Bible and pray every day. It says in the Bible to hide his words in our hearts so we may not sin against God. And that way, when the devil presents us and he tries to come to the attack, we're ready. And then whenever he comes around, we can take him out. Just like, just like we know when, when the wrestlers come, the music comes on, we know something's getting ready to go down. We know somebody's getting ready to come out. But see, the devil isn't like that. The devil don't come in and play the music. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> I wish I'd had some wrestling music now. <laughs> Boom. The Undertaker come in. And he come in that slow walk. <laughs> That's back in the day. That's how I remember Undertaker. And then The Rock and Dwayne Johnson. He'd be like, mm, you smell what The Rock's cooking? What's that guy that does this? <laughs> I like him too. But anyway. But the devil doesn't announce that he's coming. He doesn't announce. He ain't going to be like, hey, Tasha, I'm here to get you today. I'm here to attack you. I'm here to tell you that you need to get on Michael's nerves to the point he's going to cuss you out and say Pastor Crux words like shut the front door. He's going to get you. He doesn't announce that he's coming out. He doesn't do it. He says he plows around like a lion ready to devour somebody. Y'all ever seen that in a video? The devil takes it out. Doing good is a great thing. Having a good marriage is a great thing. Having a good relationship is awesome. All those things are good, but the devil is out to destroy those things. And, then, and, then, and we, why do we have so many problems in America? And why we have so many problems is because the devil's got in the midst of our relationships. He's got in the midst of our families to divide our families. Because if he knows if he could get the family, he's got the world. And and I pray so much, and I pray often that that we raise our kids to you know to make the right decisions and to make the right choices. I have my I got an eight year old fixed to turn nine going on thirty. She got her first. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I'm about to say this. She got her first rose and candy the other sun last Sunday on Valentine's Day, and I had to threaten the kid. <laughs> I took him out the side and said, "Listen, son." I will kill you. <laughs> but, but, but. I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so, so I had to tell her, I said, listen, baby, I said, all daddy can do in his life is teach you the right way. All he can do is teach you the, 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 what the Bible tells you and to hide it God's words in your heart so you may not sin against him. That way when things come about and, and things happen in your life, that, that you will have the choice and make the right decisions. Whenever things come about. And I had these conversations with my eight-year-old girl that, that when she's faced with issues, she's faced with problems later on in life, that she will hopefully make the right choices. And it's up to her to make those choices. See, the devil often attacks when we're distracted. Ooh, y'all hear that? The devil often attacks when we're distracted. Just like he tried to distract Adam and Eve with the fruit. Judas with money, pleasing people. Sometimes he gets us distracted when we're at our lowest. He tries to get us when we're not doing our best. When we're down in our finances, when we're down with, you know, our our house payments are late, our power bills are due, all these things are happening. Maybe, maybe you got different struggles and, and, and you're, and and the devil's after you and he knows the weakest part of you. And that's when he's going to take you out. That's when he's going to go after you the most. But I like what the Bible tells us. <laughs> it says, catch for us the fox. The little fox that ruins the vineyard. 
the vineyard. Our vineyards that are in the bloom. See, foxes, you ever seen a fox? They so cute. I heard a song one time. <laughs> it says, what does the fox say? I'll never do that again. I'm just kidding. I'll do it again. What does the fox say? But anyway, anyway, but, but foxes, I mean, they're cute. I, I had this Facebook, doing a Facebook call with one of the girls the other day, and it had this uh, weird, cool-looking fox that you could put on your face and you could talk back for it. And as you're talking, the mouth will move. Yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. Foxes are cute. But see, they might be cute, but they're going to go in there and they're going to eat up all the blossoms. They're going to go in there and they're going to eat it up. And before you know it, they're going to ruin the harvest that you've worked so hard to get and so hard to make. See, they seem harmless. They seem harmless. Oh, foxes ain't going to go in there. They're not going to mess up my blossoms. They're not going to mess up my flowers. They're not going to mess up my good stuff. They're just, they're not going to mess up my garden. They're just going to go after the, the, the little uh, rabbits and things like that. They're not going to do anything. We probably won't even notice them. They probably be over there and we won't even see them. They'll be hiding out. They'll be in their little hole. They'll be in their, we won't even see them. But before you know it, they destroyed everything. Before you know it, they've taken it out. And so I'm going to tell you guys and give you some things and some encouragement. The devil tries to get you to compare your husband and your wife to other people. Well, he doesn't take me out on no dates no more. I seen Trina and Sally Sue, their husbands take them out everywhere. They get them candy. They got them flowers for Father's Day. I mean, uh, Valentine's Day. And, and they got them this big fancy ring on Mother's Day. And, and he, he don't ever do nothing for me. Get on the, the old Pinterest and, and see what, oh man, they, they got it all lovey dovey. My man, he don't do nothing for me. My girl, she don't do nothing for me. Why don't she dress up and do things like that for me? I want to go out on a date. She over here in pajamas and a sweatshirt, and I'm looking for a hot model to go out on dinner with me. Put some makeup on, fix your hair. So what Trina's doing, why can't my wife do that? There's no romance. There's nothing there. And there's no emotional connection. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Be you. If you want to go out in sweatshirts and sweatpants, go out and do it. Me and Tasha, we have fun. I'll tell you all the time. Are you wearing that? Don't wear that. I'm honest. Stop looking over the little things. Stop letting the nitpicking and the meaningless things get in the middle of your marriages and your relationships because they mean nothing. I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, me and Tasha got in a, a little argument because of something so small and so dumb didn't even mean anything. You remember what it was? I do. Because <laughs> I used it in the sermon. But, but we had gummies that we had bought for the girls. And one of their gummies. And she had left them in the car uh, like two years ago, three years ago. And they all melted and it made one big gummy. Well, she got gummies the other day and spent like 12 bucks on them. And, and I was like, hey, well, don't leave these in the car. And she's like, why are you bringing up past stuff? It, vitamins, whatever. But, but, but the little nitpicking things that didn't matter, that was meaningless. Get over the little things. Get over things that don't matter. Stop fighting over money. Come up with a plan. Hey, this is what we need to do. Work together. You know, last week we talked about helping one another have each other's back. Have each other and help one another out. You don't agree, it's okay. It's okay to have a disagreement. It's okay not to agree on something, but work together to find a solution. 
Because a lot of times the devil wants to get in there and he tells you, oh, we don't have no plan. We ain't going to make it. We ain't going to be able to pay our power bill. We ain't going to be able to pay our water bill. We're going to be out on the streets. We ain't going to be able to eat. And he's going to start getting you never to agree on anything but pray and seek after God. Because he will give you what you need. He will guide your directions in your life. If you keep God centered in your marriage and in your relationship, God will guide you to the right path. And see, the devil, this bad boy, this big dummy, you know what he likes to do? He knows how to trigger you. See, the devil knows what makes you the most vulnerable. He knows what's going to set you off. He knows how to get you infuriated. He knows what scares you. He knows what God's plan is for your life. And he's out to seek, kill, and destroy everything that is after you. He tries to distract you. And he gives you all these distractions. I like what Ephesians 5 and 3 says here. It says, but among you there must not have any, even of sexual immortality or, or of any kind of impurity. So I'm going to play a little game with you guys real quick. You ready? You like games? I like games. I like the wrestling games. Guy come running in. I can't even remember. Stunner. Boom. Anyway, let's play a game. So when is there a hint of sexual sin? What's just a hint? What's just a pinch? Is it a sin that you lie to your spouse? Or, or something that so you can have this hot, passionate sex with somebody that you met online? Is that just a hint? Is that what the hint is? Or maybe it was binge watching porn on your phone. I tell you guys, these things are great. I love cell phones. I love having instant access to anything in the world. I love being able, if I don't know where I'm at, I can pop up a GPS and boom, within seconds, seconds, I know where I'm going. But there's a lot of bad things on there too. And in an instant, if I wanted to, all I can do is go to my web browser, type anything and everything I want to right there on my mobile device. And within seconds, it's pulled up. So what is just a hint? Is it watching those things on your mobile device or on your computer when nobody else is watching? You can't control these urges. That's what the devil's going to get in your mind and tell you. You can't control these things. So, so now that you started this lie, you binge watched some things on some pornographic websites, and now you're on the, moved up, and you're saying, okay, maybe it's not too bad. I'm just watching what nobody else is. But, my, but it, it's, it's not full-blown porn. It's just a series on Netflix or Hulu, and they're not showing anything on there. It's, it's one of those original programs. You know, they don't, they don't show anything, but you know what they're in there doing. You, 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 you know what's happening. They're not, but, but they're not showing anything. I'm going to step out on limit here. Some of y'all be watching The Bachelor. <laughs> and I ain't trying to knock. If you watch The Bachelor, hey, that's cool. But 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 some of y'all watching The Bachelor, one way you got problems in your relationship, but when you sleep around with 12, five, you know, 10 or 12 different people on the same show in the same cycle, we wonder why we have the problems in our relationships that we have. I don't care. It's entertainment. You can call it entertainment. You can call it. But when we start looking at that things, that's how the devil lits into our life and he gets into our relationships. He says, okay, well, this is okay. This is acceptable because it's not showing anything, but you know good and well, they're sleeping with 10 different people on the show on the, on, I don't know what network, but whatever show, but they're watching, you're watching these things. And I'm not knocking. If you watch The Bachelor, hey, that's between you and God. And that's something you had to pray about. But I'm just telling you, that's how we, is that just what the hint that they're just talking about? Don't have a hint. 
of sexual immorality in your life of any kind of any purity. That's not pure. That's not what God intended for man and woman to do. He didn't intend for you to sleep with 12 different people on a show so you can get that final rose and then marry somebody at the end, whether it's entertainment or not. But God, it wasn't what God intended sex for. Last week we learned what it was for, to multiply the earth between a man and a woman that's been united together in marriage. But maybe, maybe it's just those people that dress provocatively. They post these immodest pictures on their Instagram or their Facebook. Is that the hint? Is that the hint there? I don't know. You guys would have to, to look at it yourself and what you feel is the line of what God is saying here in Ephesians 5 and 3. What is too far? Impurity. It's a poison that gets into us and it will distract us and distance us from our, our, our significant others. Proverbs 4 and 15, uh, Proverbs 4, 14 and 15. It says, do not set foot on the path of wickedness or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go the other way. I want to tell you guys, if you're struggling with these things, you have these things going on in your life that, that, that you're messing around with and you're, oh, it's just a little bit. It's just a tad bit in your life. It says to avoid it at all costs. Run the other way. Get it out of your life. How do we do that? Limit your access on your phone. Better yet, some of you go out there, throw it up in the air, take a shotgun, shoot it, get it out of your life. If that's what it takes, get it out. Avoid it at all costs. Don't let the little things in your life, these things that are so great and, and have so much meaningful things. If I don't know the name of a movie, I can look it up and say they're great. But don't let the bad things consume you and take you over. Don't go out and eat alone if you're worried about, well, I'm going to look at that waitress or that waiter in, a, uh, in a, a sexual way that's not pleasing to my spouse. Don't eat out alone. Find somebody to go with you. Don't have these ongoing wrong conversations with people on social media. Again, I love social media. I have social media. They're great. They're great tools, but the bad people mess it up for the good people. Don't have yourself around old people in your life, old girlfriends, old boyfriends. Delete those people. Get them out of your life. Don't let them distract you from your purpose of your relationship. You're in... A dangerous relationship at your job. Oh man, there's Trina. She's at work. She's my great girlfriend. She's mine. We're going to go out on a date. I love her. High five. If you're in that, get out. Move. Change jobs. Run. Run for your life. So why fight a temptation in the future that you have the power to eliminate today? You have the power. Each one of you have power to eliminate distractions and issues out of your life today, right now. You could get rid of it all. Well, Pastor Michael, that's extreme. You're talking about some extreme stuff. You're talking about me going out here, throwing my phone up and, and shooting it and, and getting rid of it and getting it out of my life. And you're talking about moving away from because because you don't want me going to my work and, and getting involved with a sexual relationship with somebody at work while my wife's at home and talking about moving and changing jobs. That's extreme. I don't need to do that. That's stupid. That's dumb. I'm not going to fall trapped. I'm not going to fall victim to those things. You crazy. Some people even go out and far as the limb say, yeah, that might be dumb, but it ain't going to happen to me. It ain't going to happen to me. I'm stronger than that. I have a strong power and a strong will. It ain't going to happen to me. Mm-mm. The devil ain't going to get me today. I like what the Bible says. So if you think you are standing firm, 
Be careful that you don't fall. You see that? If you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. You may think you're strong. You may think you're doing good. So that woman comes in there and she's like, all right, Bill. We about to, mm-hmm. and, and, and then things start progressing and things start happening, things to happen that shouldn't be, because be careful because you will fall. You'll fall. And it says in verse 13 here, it says, no temptation has overcome you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be, be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will always, or in this case, it says, He will also provide a way out. So that you can endure it. He will always give you that way out. He's always going to give you that route that you can take. So you don't have to make those decisions. Then you don't have to you know, uh, fall into that victim. I'm going to tell you right now. And this has never happened to me. And I hope it never does. Nobody's ever tried to come on to me besides Tosh. But, <laughs> but at my job, nobody's ever tried to seduce me. Or try to do anything like that. And I'm going to tell you if they do it. I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs. I'm going to get out. And I'm going to run for my life. I don't care if it means I get fired for screaming and yelling. I'm going to run. I did have this lady try to touch me one time. I screamed. I said, don't you touch me! <laughs> and she, she was just losing her balance. <laughs> she about fell. And, and so anyway, I'm like, don't you touch me! And she's like, what? what? I'm so sorry. I'm trying to I'm about fail. But anyway. <laughs> but see, but, but, oh, Pastor Mike, I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. I'm just kind of riding solo. I'm kind of playing the field, dating here and there. And we just hang out. I want to pass this message along with to you guys. Don't get distracted. Seek God today and become the one. Become that person that you want to be and seek after that person that you want to find in the future. Be that person that, and find that person that you want to be in the, the future. If you want a good man, you want a good girl in the future, live out your life today. And don't get distracted by what everything else is going on in this world. And don't, don't find you good role models that you can go after and you can seek after. You don't build a relationship of righteousness in the future on a foundation of sin today. You can't be sinning today expecting that you have things and good in the future. It's never going to work. I'm going to close with this. Sometimes, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that, that my life's been easy, that I haven't made mistakes and I haven't messed up along the way because the pastor has. He's messed up. I'm human just like you guys are. I get tempted and I have struggles every day just like you guys. I have just to tell everybody, I'm just like I just have a fancy title. But when I do, I meet God face to face. I say, God, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what I got going on. I go to him and I say, God, you know that, that you were number one in my life and you mean more than me than anything else. God, this is what I'm struggling with. This is the problem that I have. I love my wife and I don't want to do anything that will cause us to distance ourselves from one another. I don't want the enemy to be getting us distracted from your purpose and our mission that you put us on. Where I'm honest, if... I have something going on in my life and I, and I go to my wife and I say, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm struggling with. We talk about it and guess what? We get on our hands and knees if we have to and we pray about it. We love our church that much because I don't want to do something that's going to mess up, you know, and you guys to question anything that I've ever said or done. And then my family, I don't want to crush my family. So I pray about it and I seek after God and all these things before I make a decision on something and especially bad, I look at who it all it affects. 
And I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's a lot of times where we get spiritually bound up and the spiritual attacks come after us and it gets hard and it gets frustrating. I want to give up a lot of times and, and there's times that I want to give in to those distractions. But I tell the devil and I always remind him that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. These things in this world are going to pass away. These things don't mean anything. These possessions that we have, we can't take them with us. We are overcomers by the blood and the testimony. And I like the best one because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Wherever you're at today, whatever struggles you may have, whatever things you may be going through, maybe some of these things I've said, hey, I'm dealing with them right now. I've I've had these struggles. I've had these pains. Take it to God and let God be Christ-centered in your life. And if you give it your whole self, be prepared and have the whole armor of God on. I tell you what, we'll do a series uh, sometime soon where we'll talk about the whole armor of God and what each thing means. Hey, Pastor Mike, I'm new to church. I don't know what that means. I will do a whole series on it. Just just stand by. (laughs) Wives, I'm going to encourage you to stop criticizing your man. Quit criticizing your husband. Quit gossiping behind their backs to your friends. Respect them. Represent them. Pray for them. Encourage them. Build them up and don't break them down. Stand side by side. Men, I'm going to tell you, husbands, get up and lead your family. You are the strongest one in your household. You are the one that everybody's looking to. Your kids, your spouse, they're looking for you for answers. You are the one that needs to get up and lead. Get involved in the the church. Serve together. There's nothing better than, than you coming in here in locked arms, ready to go into the battle together. And I want to encourage you to pray together. If you haven't been doing the, the challenge that I, I encourage you guys to do for the month of February, I want to encourage you to start today. Pray as a family. Don't just be like a wrestler coming out, running to go into the fight and say, I'm going to fight like a man to the death. But be a man of God. Fight the spiritual battles with your spouse. Don't be the bad guy coming in to your home and trying to break everything down. Well, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Why didn't you have this ready? Why Why isn't my dinner prepared? But focus on the things that matter. Don't die to your spouse. Don't separate yourself. Don't distance yourself, but live together and fight. Protect your spouse. And every day, fight for them. You guys don't mind if you'll stand with me this morning. I want your relationship's goals to always be Christ-centered, mission-driven, devil-kicking, and covenant-keeping because the devil wants to do nothing but kill, steal, and destroy us. And he's sticking around like that lion, ready to pounce on you and devour you. Today is a day of renewal and commitment to Christ, and I know that God can do more in a moment than I can do in a lifetime. But I want to pray over each one of you guys today. Let's pray today. God, I just want to thank you so much again for this day. God, everybody that's here on our online campus, God, God, I thank you for allowing us to be here in this moment and hearing your word today, God. God, so many people in their relationship, they, we're all in different areas and different spots in our life, God. God, I don't have it figured out. I'm not perfect. I mess up. I fall. But God, you have given me the strength to pursue every day, God. And I want to pray for each person in here today that God, that you'll put a hedge of protection around them. God, help them to put on the whole armor of God and keep it up and keep it on. So when the devil comes to attack our families, he comes to attack our spouses and he comes to attack us, God, God, we'll be ready. 
God, we rebuke the enemy today in the name of Jesus. God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. I know you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me so that I can live forever in paradise with you. When the enemy comes my way and it gets hard, God, God, help me to stay on the right path. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. And just a quick reminder, if you need special prayer, you'll go to www.medicchurch.com. Fill out a prayer request form. Our team is standing by. We want to pray and believe that God will meet each and every need that you have. Join us next week as we continue our relationship goal series. It's definitely going to be one that you do not want to miss. All right, have an awesome day, and we'll see you soon.